This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Today's show, we get to talk to an author, we get to talk to a transformational coach. Uh, her name is Lynn Harley, but before we go there, i got to say hello, first of all, to my friend Eric. How are you today, sir? Hey, good afternoon, Kevin. I'm doing well. How is life in KKNW land? <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> very good. Um, I'm also gifted with uh, having Mitch uh, uh, with us today. And uh, Mitch, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. You're a busy man. I know. I know. <laughs> so, Eric, what's our weather going to be like for the balance of the week? Is it going to warm up for, for Memorial Day? Uh, well, it looks like it's going to be Goldilocks weather. we got a, a warm Friday with around 82 degrees and sunshine. And then we're in the low to mid-70s for the next, like, five days after that. So just perfect late spring weather. Uh, perfect. That, that'll that be fun for everybody to take some time off. I'm even going to take a couple of days off, which I need to tell you about, because uh, Monday we'll fit, need to do something about that, and I'll tell you about that a okay. little later. Very cool. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, Mitch, how are things with you? You've been traveling all over the great Northwest, building cabins and, and <laughs> sitting, having margaritas by the pool side and all sorts of fun stuff. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm not complaining. It's been, it's been good. I do like to explore. I love to adventure and I do love the Northwest and I've uh, been a huge fan of the weather we've been having. So it's been great. You look like you're a little uh, toasty, like, uh, maybe a sunburn. Did huh. you not put on the 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 screen like you're supposed to you know i i put it on i think my problem is is knowing when to continue putting more on i think that's really <laughs> the big issue is it's not a one and done i realize you got to kind of keep reapplying and sometimes i forget especially if a margarita is involved so i understand completely and uh, if you're a white guy like me i i get sunburned just going from my car to the house <laughs> the struggle yeah, I tell you, it is something. So, Eric, it's it's great to to have you here. We've got a uh, guest coming on at uh, uh, four forty five that we're going to talk to a little bit. Great, and uh, and other, and so, but and we've got a guest right now, don't we? I know. I was going to say, let's bring her on right now, Lynn Harley. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks, Kevin. It's a pleasure to be here again. It is always a pleasure to have you here. You are an author. You are a uh, mastery. Uh, uh, you've got a program called Mastery of Life Coaching. But I have to ask you because I'm curious to know what it's like working with uh, Mary Morrissey. Well, she's a phenomenal mentor. Um, you know, I've taken all my certification programs through the Brave Thinking Institute. And she's just, um, she's a transformational leader. So I feel really privileged and and blessed that I've been able to mentor under her. She just, she's just the real deal. She's been around for doing this for a very, well, I, I can't say a very long time, but uh, I, I remember her back in the early 2000s doing work. Oh gosh, she's been doing this, um, well, her whole life really. And she's in her early 70s now, so She's been at it for a while and she was actually mentored when she was doing her own um, 
learning with Wayne Dyer. He was one of the mentors under Jack Boland. So Les Brown, Mary Morrissey, and Wayne Dyer all mentored together. So that sort of speaks of the caliber, uh, you know, of the mentorship they had and the really even just having that influence with each other. They're, they're all great leaders in the field of transformation. Absolutely. And by the way, I want to, I want to introduce Mitch to you. Mitch, this is Lynn. Lynn, this is Mitch. Say hello. Hi, Mitch. Nice to meet hello, you. Hello, Lynn. My little son is a Mitch. <laughs> oh, there you go. So you won't forget me then. I won't. No. <laughs> Very nice to meet you, Lynn. Nice to meet you too. And transformation coaching. What is that all about? Okay, are we directing these questions to me now? <laughs> um, well, you're the expert on transformational coaching. So right. unless, I don't know, Mitch, what do you know about transformational coaching, I should ask? You know, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of different types of coaching, and sometimes I feel a little transformed, but I don't know if that's the, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that's that was supposed to be the end result. So I think the actual transformation coaching part, I'm excited to hear more about and Maybe I'll know if I did or didn't based on what I learned from Lynn today. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess when you think of the word transformation, it means a change, to change from something old to something new. And so generally the people that I end up coaching are people who are really feeling stuck. They're ready for new results. So they are ready to move into something different. And um, I just, I work with such solid programs again, because I've coached under Mary and really working in harmony with the laws and the principles of the universe, which, you know, again, I'm working with a young man and we're going through this right now. In so many ways, these laws feel counterintuitive to what we know as human beings. So for example, sometimes, you know, we get hurt or upset with somebody and we want to hold on to resentment. We want to hold on to a grudge. But when we're learning the laws of the universe, one of them is the law of forgiveness. We can't move into something we would love when we're holding on to the energy that's blocking, you know, that the, the openness for these good things to come into our life. So it's, it's, again, I could just say every time I share this, I feel like for the, for most people, we get so caught up in conditions, what we can see with our five senses, you know, I can taste this, I can touch this, this is my bank account. This is what the economy is saying. Well, this is my relationship. This is what I was raised with, that we don't see beyond that and really live into the mental faculties, which result in, you know, really coming from those zones of genius. Am I, does that make sense? It, it does. Um, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting concept because you're right. As a human being, we have a tendency to hold on to stuff that really doesn't even belong to us. And we hold on to it, whether it be a, holding a grudge against somebody or somebody does us dirty, as it were, that we hold on to that. And, and it doesn't serve us to do that, does it? No, it doesn't. It holds us back. And so these laws, you know, we're leaning into, first of all, the law of thinking. And, and so many people think, well, I don't have the same advantages as somebody else. But really, we all have the ability to think. And it's how we choose to use our thinking that serves us. So everything in the universe is created twice. I mean, look around. I'm looking at your background. There's a Ferris wheel in the background and there's, you know, uh, buildings and things like that. It all began with an idea in somebody's mind before it became something. And so when you think about even the life we're creating, what kind of a mindset, what kind of ideas and thoughts am I holding in my mind 
about what's possible for me, what I'm capable of. And so it's Henry Ford who says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And it's really helping people, I think, to flip the switch on their thinking and to really understand that that's where transformation happens. It doesn't happen on the outside where, well, if I just change this and there's times when, it, you know, a change is as good as that. Uh, what do they say? As a change is as good as a rest. And sometimes as we're growing, we will make changes because we realize we've outgrown certain things. But ultimately, the change starts inside. And then, you know, the outside transforms as we change that. Yeah, you just said something really important there, and that is that as you transform your life, if when you're going down this road and working for transformation, what was happening in your life before that sometimes doesn't make any sense anymore. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. You know, and one of the things I talk about when I'm working with clients is we all have a history, we all have stories, but that's not who we are. That's not that doesn't need to determine how we move forward. And I think that's so important is it's like just almost every day you wake up and just clearing the slate like you have a brand new opportunity every day to decide how you want to make your day, you know, and and I like the saying instead of saying, you know, hope you have a good day. It's like make a great day. It really is ultimately up to us what we want to, you know, create for ourselves in our life and our experience. Mitch, I've got a saying for you that I want to touch on, and and this is, goes along with what Lynn is saying. Um, when you wake up in the morning, tomorrow morning when you wake up, I want you to say, my life is empty and meaningless. That sounds pretty harsh. <laughs> and then I want you to say, so today... I get to fill my life up with whatever I want and assign whatever meaning I choose to give it. Does that make sense, Mitch? Yeah. No, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, Lynn, does that make sense? <laughs> you're the expert. I mean, it does. And I mean, you know, we can kind of laugh at the first one, but there's a lot of people who go through their life like that. You know, and one of the things that I feel really passionate about is really advocating for mental health, especially for youth. Because there's a lot of people that buy into the voice and that's all that they think is there is my life is empty and I don't have meaning, you know. And so it's understanding that we all have those voices. It doesn't matter who you are, especially as we're choosing something new or moving beyond what we know. We do hear from those voices, the inner critic, you know, about what's possible for us or who do you think you are? Well, that didn't happen before. But we also have, there's way more to us. Again, it's just this idea that, you know, there's this infinite intelligence. Think of people who have done amazing things in the world like Steve Jobs or, you know, some of the creations over time. It all started with an idea in somebody's mind. And I think when we can clear our mind of that, you know, that negative clutter, that's what I want to call it then we open to inspiration, to inspired ideas, how we want to move forward. And so it's um, it takes rigor. I'm not going to say it's easy, but I just also feel that if you're willing to have the, you know, if you have the transformational willingness and you want to change your life, all we need to see is the next best step to take. And so many times too, what's, what stops people is they think they need the whole roadmap like, you know, there's people who don't want to leave the driveway unless they know they've got green lights all the way to work. Well, that's not how it works. And that's the other thing that I really coach people in is that we start with a vision. 
And so I think that this is the, the premise of transformation. And again, this is a mental faculty. We have incredible imaginations. Sometimes people go, well, I don't have an imagination. And I'm thinking, yeah, you do. You just don't use it for good. How many times do we terrorize ourselves for sitting at home at night waiting for our teenager to come home? Our imaginations are alive and well if it's past their curfew, you know, but we usually use it to the negative where we're thinking of worst case scenarios or what if this happens. So the work that I do is vision based. We start with just the, you know, thinking as big as you can. What would I love? That's the most expansive question you can ask yourself. What would I love? And then looking at all the quadrants of your life. So we all have results in our health and well-being in our vocation, if you're retired, how you're sharing yourself in the world, in terms of our financial freedom and money, and in our relationships. So those four quadrants, you know, I invite the clients to lean into each of those quadrants and say, you know, what would I love ideally in these? And so that's the start. And it's really interesting because um, sometimes what, you know, even I've just noticed this, I've just been working with a, one client in particular, who this wasn't even on her radar and halfway through the program, she totally changed her vocation to where she wants to go from a designer to working with young children. And I think it's because she's just starting to ask herself more and more, would I really love this? And so many times, you know, we go to school or we become something that we think, you know, society wants us to be. Maybe our parents have kind of groomed us to fall into the family business or, you know, whatever it is. So, I think if you can go through your day even saying, would I love this? Even start with little things like, what would I love for supper? You know, if I was to go out for, to a restaurant tonight, what do I really want? And just even notice, are you the person in the restaurant who goes, well, what are you having? What are you having? You know, who don't really even know what they want. That it's just a really great exercise to start asking yourself as you go through the day. You know, what do I want in this moment? What do I want if I have to make a choice here? That's a, that's a, that really is good. Mitch, what are you, any thoughts, sir? No, I completely agree. I think that, you know, there's a lot of things out there in the world that are against us, um, you know, and, and I say against us as in adversities, um, just different things. And, you know, how you, how you handle those, there's a mindset behind it. You know, do you let, do you let the, the negativity of whether it's, you know, the hitting every red light on the way to work, you know, do you let these things consume you or do you, are you looking for a way to, you know, make it better? I like what you, I, you know, going through and looking at a little bit about you on your website, you wrote survivor thrive. And I think that that is associated a little bit with the mindset, you know, is your mindset that I'm just out here trying to survive or am I out here trying to thrive? And what that looks like, I think for everybody is going to be obviously a little bit different, but it does really start with, with you. And I think that, I think that motivation and, and hitting goals is contagious in that, you know, whether it's small and it's making your bed in the morning or it's, you know, doing something simple, when you accomplish those little things, you start looking and searching for more things to accomplish. And it doesn't have to be, some people set the bar. They're like, Oh, well, I didn't, I didn't get this or I didn't get, you know, all the way there, but it's like, there's big goals, there's small goals. And I think it's important to have both and things that are attainable. Um, but you, you know, there's a will piece, you have to want it. And, you know, and I think that's what, you know, look, looking over Lynn's website and just hearing her speak just now is that I think that that's big, um, you know, and that's, you know, sometimes people need a little bit of navigation, 
you know, don't think about what didn't work yesterday. Think about what you're going to do today to make the today the best day ever and set yourself up for success for the following day to come too. So I I'm, I'm loving what I'm hearing and I completely agree. And I'm learning something new. Are you supposed to make your bed in the morning? <laughs> only, only if you'd love to. <laughs> only, only if you want to step between clean sheets that are unwrinkled at the end of the day. Well, I Kevin, suppose. that's what I said. Everybody's a little different. So, I mean, Apparently you don't have so. to make your bed. We can come up with something different for you if you'd like. I, I please. I would, I would really like that. So, but, but also, in addition, Lynn is an author. And I just noticed that you got a review and an endorsement from one of my favorite people in the entire world. You know who that is? I'm not sure. Well, I got one from Mary. I got one from Neil Donald Walsh. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was amazing. And actually this winter when I was in Mexico, I had the, the pleasure of meeting um, David MacArthur. And he's a he's an expert in heart math. And he was also a unity minister. And he gave me a beautiful review too. And I just feel like my book is really heart centered. So, um, you know, just to share, can I, can I give it a little plug here? Or just talk about it? Um, no, but you can yeah. give it a plug and talk about it if you want. Okay. Anyway, so when you said what, you know, what is transformation all about? This book really did feel inspired. And it's about a little caterpillar who can think. So right there, I mean, we know that this can either serve him or get him into trouble. And it starts with this little caterpillar sitting on a branch thinking about his life. And it does actually follow the life cycle of caterpillar to butterfly. And so at the end of three weeks, we know that a caterpillar will you know, start to spin a cocoon. And in this book, I'm just using the analogies of what I coach. He's been eating leaves for weeks, you know, for three weeks. He's on a branch. He's looking down. And to me, the metaphor is, you know, we're driven by our conditions, like getting up, going to work. This is all that I can do. This is my paycheck. And now he wants more. And when I coach people, I really talk about the fact that we are always being signaled. I mean, everything in nature is being called to grow. And that's our nature. But sadly, some people kind of get somewhere and they stay in that comfort zone and they don't. So this little caterpillar is starting to think, you know, every day I wake up, there's nothing fun to do. So I've been eating leaves. It's a, it's a rhyming book. I've been eating leaves for weeks now. You know, it's time for something new. And so he's starting to kind of think there's got to be more to this life of mine. And then he turns upside down, which is what happens to a caterpillar before it spins its chrysalis. And he's looking around and all of a sudden, it's, to me, this is the vision. He sees what other things are doing, you know, that there's birds and there's squirrels playing hide and seek and there's this whole other life beyond this branch and looking down and so then he hears from this voice inside of him that goes well if anything was possible what would you love you know he's feeling kind of like longing and discontent so and this is a good point for people when they go well you know I'm not really sure what I do want then I say start with what you know so this caterpillar knows he doesn't want to be on a branch anymore so what's the opposite of that I'd love to fly. I don't want to be eating leaves anymore. So what, what's the opposite of that? Well, what about flowers? You know, I'm pretty drab. I kind of blend into everything. What's the opposite of that? Well, I'd love to be colorful. So he starts to, you know, create this beautiful image in his mind. He falls asleep. And when he wakes up, he sees nothing's changed. But now he's hearing from the voice that goes, you know, who do you think you are? Flying and drinking nectar? Ha! 
you know, kind of be just be happy with what you've got. And again, just take this back and put it on your own life. How many times do we say, oh, I should just be grateful? There's people in the world who don't have what I've got. And, you know, it's, you know, it's good to be grateful for what we have, but wanting more, wanting to desiring more is the most natural thing in the world because we're meant to continually grow. So anyways, he has this little conflict throughout the story about which voice he's going to listen to. But the voice that's loving and kind, and, and when I speak with this book to different groups or children, it's about which voice you're going to listen to. Are you going to listen to the one that goes, well, who do you think you are? That didn't work before. You know, how? why do you think it's going to work this time? Or maybe you're too big for your britches. We all heard things even probably growing up. But then there's the voice that goes, but what if you could? This voice inside of us that comes from that, you know, that heart wisdom what if you could believe in the way will be made? Well, we know that a caterpillar, if the conditions are right, will eventually emerge as a butterfly. And so when you talk about transformation, to me, what transformation is about, it's really allowing this universal energy to have its way with you. I mean, I whatever you, you know, some people call it God, some call it love, some call it, you know, whatever it is, but there is just there's when you think about the perfection of nature and how a caterpillar will become a butterfly, that becoming is within all of us, especially if we get out of the way. And the only thing that really stops us from our good is our thinking. Or the thinking of other people that infects our thinking because for whatever reason, we hold them in higher esteem than we hold ourselves. Is that, exactly. is that a fair analysis? Oh, for sure. So many, I mean, I kind of grew up in that era where it was like, well, what will the neighbors think? You know, so I've had to do some paradigm busting over, over my life, especially as I make choices to live outside of the box. And I've made a few, you know, it's just, well, what are they, people are going to think I'm crazy. And it's just, I've kind of let that go. And I just lean into what, what would you love? What would you love, Lynn? So, you know, at the end of the, at the end of my life, I think this is, the way I was talking about this today in Diana Nyad when she went for her dream after, you know, 31 years, she hung up her dream of swimming from Cuba to the Florida Keys. And then in her 60s, she tried like four times before she actually did it. But, you know, she talked at the end about it's really about getting to the end of your life and thinking, like, do I like what I've done with my life? Do I feel good about who I am? You know, have I given in a way that's maybe supported other people? And I'm feeling that, you know, the clock is not going backwards as I, I'm going to say mature versus age, that, you know, I've got one life to live. And um, I think it was Thoreau who says, you know, I just want to suck the marrow out of this life. And, and that's what I want to do with my life. So that's an interesting metaphor right there, I must say. So if you live outside the box, where do you live? Well, that's a good question, because I'm moving in about 10 days. So Another another dream was birth. So I think we talked about the fact that I went on this um, bike ride last summer for about 2,000 kilometers across Canada, which was a phenomenal experience. And which that was close to 3,000 miles, by the way, since we're yeah, more miles up, people down here. Ended up on Parliament Hill, which would be like your capital. capital. Yeah. yeah. And I was actually promoting my book, but I was also raising money for an organization called Jack.org. 
And Mitch, you talked about adversity. And I think that it's really important for people to know that when we live this way, it doesn't mean we're without any adversity. And Napoleon Hill, who's who studied like 500 of the most successful people over the years, I think it was in the 20s and 30s, he articulated 13 principles that he'd learned from these people. And one of his quotes that's really famous is that within every adversity, every heartache, every failure, there is the seed of an equal or greater opportunity. So, you know, living from a vision, living with a positive mindset doesn't mean that we're going to not be hit with adversity. It's really about what am I going to do with this? So I was actually advocating for an organization called Jack.org, which was which began as a result of Jack, who was a young man in his first year at university, committing suicide, was started by his parents. And they said, for whatever reason, he never shared with us what was going on. We had no idea. And it's like they just made a decision that his death would be used for something purposeful. And she's frozen suddenly. <clears throat> hey, Mitch, why don't we take this uh, this time since she's frozen for the, just a moment? And um, you're not frozen, are you? No, uh, you no, I'm not frozen. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're right there. Would you like to take us to break, young man, while she's getting her uh, her uh, feedback together? Sure, absolutely. So everybody out there tuning in, we are here listening or in on with Lynn Harley, and you can find her at lynnharley.com. Um, and this is another great episode with a great guest on Positive Talk Radio. Well said. Hey, PTR loyal listener. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second, I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits beyond expenses to be awarded to a local or international charity or project which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we'll lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio, video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash our dash store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at Kevin at KMmedia.pro and let's create something great. 
And welcome back. You're listening to Positive Talk Radio here on KKNW 1150 AM. And Mitch, you did a great job going out. And by the way, we're also selling you and selling your voice, too. So if somebody <laughs> wants you to do a uh, voice uh, something for them, you can do that, too. Um, I just thought it was good. That. So Lynn Harley is our guest today. And Lynn, and I know we, you, we froze up there for a second and you came back. It's technology is just amazing, don't you think? I know. Is it because I'm in Canada? I wonder. <laughs> I, I know it's a plot from yeah. us to keep the Canadians out of the out of the country. Oh, I guess. Eh? So you were asking me about, I think, where I was living. Anyway, so when I was riding across the country last summer advocating for youth mental health, I think I was talking about Jack.org. That that organization was born as a result of an adversity. And actually, my book was inspired by my brother Craig's life, who also struggled with mental health. And it's dedicated to him. And this ride for me was really an opportunity to a t- opportunity to celebrate his life. So, you know, I think that when we're handed those things in life, there is an opportunity for us to grow, to grow those spiritual muscles, to find the good. And, you know, when you think about so many organizations over the years, Mothers Against Drink Drivers, um, they often are born out of something that's been very difficult and challenging to, to deal with. And I think that's part of the healing process, or it certainly can be, to, to share that with other people. Absolutely. But, by, by the yeah. way, Mitch, are you a bike rider? No, no, no I'm not. I mean, I will ride a bike. But I mean, I'm not, you're not going to see me out on the road riding a bike. Okay. So, so, so if I were to say to you, I want you to wait 25 years and then go ride 3000 miles, that's not something that would interest you. It depends on where. And I I feel like I I have more questions that I'd probably ask, but. uh... (laughs) Across Canada, across Canada. Cause let's that Lynn, that's what you did. What motivated you to do that? Well, it's, you know, if you'd asked me 25 years ago, if that was something I would do, I'd probably say no. But, you know, coming out of COVID, I had a longing and discontent. So let's go back to this idea, these signals for growth, for more. I mean, let's face it, two years of lockdown, it's like, bring it on, I'm ready for more. So I just happened to join a biking event for the day. And I met a couple of women who toured, they did long distance riding. And before the pandemic, they started sharing their stories, you know, cycling across Canada and Australia. And honestly, the more they talked, the more fired up I got. And to me, that's a big signal. When you're asking yourself, what would I love? Just kind of read your excitement meter. And I started thinking that would be amazing. I would love to do that. And they did it solo. And, you know, I was thinking, wow, be an adventure. You, You know, you'd meet all these people. And so it didn't take long, probably driving home from that event when they heard from the voice that went, Lynn, seriously, you know, like first of all, you're 66 years old, you don't have the equipment, you've never ridden more than half a day at a time. Um, what if you can't do it? Like, there was just this whole litany of reasons. But I, I think because I'm in this work, I'm so grateful for it. I just thought, yeah, that's there. It's going to be there. It's going to be a player because this is really big. But would I love it? And does it make me feel alive when I think about it? And it was just a resounding yes. And so when I got back, I just decided for it. It's like I put my blinders on and every day I did what I needed to do to get ready for it because the fear was a constant player. So, you know, again, I tell people when you're growing, it's going to be there. 
it's not going to be like, oh, this is easy. It's like everybody, when we look at people who have done amazing things, they've had to walk through the fire. And I really feel that everything we want is on the other side of fear. Well, in the end, I was on my bike for two months. I had experiences I couldn't have planned. It was phenomenal. And when I got to the end, I'm thinking, what if I had talked myself out of this incredible experience? I can't imagine my life without this. And now I've got friends, like I went to visit these friends that hosted me in Saskatchewan, you know, a few weeks ago, it was awesome. So this was sort of the beginning of my next dream was, you know, well, what would I really love going forward? This bike is where it's gonna end, you know, COVID's over now. And I started thinking more and more about living in an intentional community. So I spent the winter in Mexico in an intentional community in Ahihik, which is just south of Guadalajara. And I had a very interesting experience there. I think I did a, I think I did my first one of my talks down there with you, Kevin. And then I broke a bone in my foot and I spent six weeks in a cast on crutches in Mexico. In front and of the pool, of course. No, there wasn't even a pool there. But I'll tell you, I was so cared for. I couldn't have been anywhere in the world and received that kind of care from the community, you know, and 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 it just caused me to lean into, I had two months to think about, okay, when I go back to Canada, now what? And I thought, I'm not ready to live in Mexico 12 months of the year, but what if I could find and create my own intentional community in Canada where I could live for three seasons and then leave from in November, April. So I back and went on a road trip and stopped to see my sons along the way. And I'm moving to a tiny little home in Buchanan, Saskatchewan, population 200 people. And uh, I'm really excited about downsizing, simplifying my life and creating space to take off in the winters now. So that's I, I, I think that's great. Now, you know, Mitch, if, if it were me and I were coming home from that event, that bicycle event, and I would get that voice that said, you know, you could do that. That would be, uh, no, no, but motorcycle. Hey, there's an idea. Let's do a motorcycle. That would be, that's how my mind would work with that. Cause, cause that's, I'm not getting on a bike and going 3000 miles. Are you crazy? <laughs> that's what, where I would, I would go with that. Mitch, what do you think? No, I think that that'd be cheating, Kevin, but, uh, <laughs> I'm good at that. But yeah, no, I think, uh, for me, I'm a big hiker, so I might not bike, but I like hiking. And I think that, you know, the biking thing, one, you don't know that you don't maybe necessarily love it unless you try it, which can be said about a lot of things and you do it. I think I, I'm a big firm believer around mm -hmm. fitness and health, um, as being things. And so doing something like that, one, it's healthy for your body. It's much more easier to create a environment of positivity and also it helps with, you know, mental, um, you know, mental illnesses or, or mental adversity or whatever you, you'd like to say. But so, yeah, for me, like, you know, when I hike up, I, it's my Zen, there's no cell service. I'm disconnected. I get to the top of the mountain and it could totally be one that I've done. There's plenty of hikes I've done, you know, 15, 20, 30 times. There's something about getting to the top and you've made it, you've hit your goal. And I come back down and I feel very refreshed and I'm in a, I'm, I'll, I'm going to say I'm in a completely different mindset after on, and my outlook on the day is like, what else can I do today that is pushing myself 
to that next level or those next limits. So maybe not a biker, but you know, I would never not, I would never say no to not trying it. And there are other things I can totally see the benefit. And so I love that. That's, that's awesome. After a hike like that, I would say nap. It's time for a nap. <laughs> um, but, that, but that's just me. Uh, Lynn Harley is our guest, by the way. Go to her website, which is lynnharley.com. Learn all about her. She's a, she has a program. It's called Mastery for Life Coaching, and she consults with you. She does. Um, she's written the book. Um, again, Neil Donald Walsh, um, who wrote Conversations with God, who I've interviewed four or five times, was... Uh, um, is very complimentary and 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 doesn't really and and uh and endorses her work so get get the book and the book is called what if you could and yes what yeah. if you could i was also going to say um it's been awarded a gold medal at the global book awards but what i would really love to you know what where i would love to see it go this is june is to graduates I think it's got such a powerful message. It's one of those books with a message that isn't just for children. And so it's kind of when my son graduated from high school a number of years ago, I got him, Oh, the places you'll go by Dr. Zeus. So there was the message in it. And I think, you know, what a powerful message now as kids are leaving university or high school to say, what, what would you love? And what if you could? And to just normalize those voices that try to talk us out of our dreams, because this voice is really just wanting to keep us safe. It's sort of, this is all you know. So, hey, if you move and get too big, who knows what the outcome is going to be. But I really feel when people put themselves in a system of support, if you've got good friends who encourage you, you know, got that positive group of, of people who you can use as mentors that those are the voices that you need to help support you to move forward. So this is not just a book for kids. I've had so many people who have purchased it for adults in their life, you know, adult grandchildren, adult children, because I just think it's a message. I mean, I'm coaching people who are older than me to still not listen to that voice that shuts that shut them down all these years. So well, there are lots of people that are older than you. Stop it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's not something we outgrow. It's just that we learn to not listen to it for as long. And we well, also. Not, not only that, but there comes a point in time when you're going to have to take charge of your life and you're going to have to live within your heart. And sometimes that means that the people that you have surrounded yourself over a period of time, that you have um, vibrated at a certain level, um, you're changing. And you're doing things that are that are of a higher level for yourself. And sometimes that means you have to let certain people go out of your life because they no longer serve you. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. In fact, this morning I was on a coaching call with one of my clients talking about the law of sacrifice. And we hear the word sacrifice and it's, you know, sometimes it has this connotation, oh, I'm having to give something up but you're giving up something of a lower nature because of what you want. And so you nailed it, Kevin. That's exactly what we do is we're moving forward. And yeah, sometimes we outgrow the people in our lives. Sometimes, you know, the word decide, the, the um, Latin root of it is decidere, which means cut away. We have to cut away the stuff that isn't working anymore. And we have to replace it because another universal law is the law, you know, that the universe abhors a vacuum. When there's a space created, it's up to us to fill it by design. And if we don't fill it by design, 
we defill it by default. And this is what most people do. So really, every day we have the opportunity to say, how do I want to design this day instead of, okay, well, what's going to happen to me today? And kind of like being in a pinball machine where you just kind of go around and bump into whatever happens to you. See, and that's what I said. Your life is empty and meaningless. <laughs> if you decide for that. So, so, so Mitch, if your life is empty, what are you going to fill it up with tomorrow morning? Well, positivity. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, I, you think about the day I, I try to think about what, what my day, what I can accomplish, what that looks like, how am I going to get there? What things can I do to start it off right in the very beginning in the morning that is going to help me align and get, you know, the end results that I need. And also creating an openness to the fact that it may not happen. You know, it may not go the way that I want. I think sometimes too, preparing yourself for something not working out, I think is really good because then when it does happen or something happens that it doesn't work out, you're like, okay, I'm ready for this. All right. When I talked to myself this morning, I knew it might not go as smoothly as I wanted today. You know, there could have been a number of things that have happened, but you know, being prepared for certain things and having that talk track with yourself, I think does help. And that's, I mean, that's what I try to do. You know, like I, I, I will break down my day and you know what I, what I would like to get done, but I also am not going to sit there and beat myself up if something doesn't get done and let myself to slip back into a negative mindset. I, I can, I can, there's things that I can do. There's controllables and uncontrollables and things that I can control to make sure that it happens. And I don't know, sorry, a long-winded answer, but uh, <laughs> I think that's how I try to start the day among other things and just being healthy and, you know, make my vitamins and uh Yeah. You're, oh, you're supposed to take vitamins too. So so far, I've learned that you have to make your bed. You can't live in a box, and you got to take vitamins. That's so far. This has been very instructive for me. Uh, so, Kevin, we'll have to have a talk after this. I'm afraid we are. And then I need I need to come uh, work with you, and you can coach me on on a bunch of a bunch of these these concepts that uh, I, and you're really, you're really good because you follow the laws of the universe very well with the law of attraction and all the other, all the other ones that, uh, that work. So uh, thank you for being here. You know, you know what, Lynn, we've got somebody that, that it is um, on the line that is doing something really cool this summer, I think. Oh, 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 you know what? I need to put the two of you together because she's doing, um summer camps for kids from 3 oh, to 12 13 years old and she she could use um uh, what if you could uh, as part of the curriculum to give the book Brittany um uh welcome to the show Mitch is there Lynn is there I'm here not that I count for much but welcome how are you Hi hi Kevin hi Lynn is that is that right Yes yeah. hi Brittany hi hi and hi again Mitch Hello Brittany how are you Hi, I'm doing really well. Um, got to catch the the last ten fifteen minutes or so right after my uh, my lesson. So I was I was loving the conversation that I was hearing right uh, right up my alley. I loved all of the just the words of wisdom you had there, Lynn. That was really especially that uh, the uh, the world abhors a vacuum has definitely been uh, on the forefront of, of my mind. So kind of speaking to me there. <laughs> Thank you for that. 
she she really is a a, a marvelous soul as well, Lynn. And and but Brittany, tell us about what you yeah. are doing this summer. Yes. Well, this summer I am coordinating summer camps for kids in Redmond. My business, Pipsqueak Piano, is partnered with Stepping Stones Kids Academy right off of Union Hill Road, right at the end of the 520 there. And we're offering weekend camps. And, you know, originally I was looking at doing only music themes, and then I thought, well, why? Why only do music? And so, you know what, I reached out to Woodland Park Zoo, and they're coming in for a wildlife camp. And I reached out to Seattle Astronomical Society. They're coming in for an outer space camp. And we have Kids Quest coming in for science and robotics. And uh, it ended up being a, a big old thing. So we have dance and magic, and these are all the weekends through July and August. You can pick your own. Um, you don't have to sign up for all of them. You get to pick and choose. I really wanted this to be a camp that uh, kids who had siblings or, or families who have siblings, that their, their kids could both enroll. So we take ages from 3 to 13, as well as families who might already have busy summer plans or traveling plans and then who, who couldn't maybe sign up for the week-long camps or, or longer commitment camps. These are just uh, one-day camps, and they occur on the weekends. So you can find more information about that on uh, my website, which is www.pipsqueakpiano, and that's P-I-P-S-Q-U-E-A-K, piano.com. If you scroll down that page a little bit, you'll see a proud sponsor for the Washington Camps, and if you click that, it'll have all the information you need. Um, yeah. And, and thank you so much, Kevin, for being a sponsor for it as well, who has joined us as a, as a sponsor for the summer camps here in Washington. Well, you, you're welcome. I think, I think having raised children, by the time you get to July and August, they're, they're crying for something to do. Um, but I didn't mention, and I don't know if you heard this part, um, Brittany, but uh, Lynn is also an author. And she's written a children's book called What If You Could. Wow. And, I, and, I caught the tail end that, that, this, that she had written a book, and I didn't catch the name. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for saying that. What if you could? Wow. As a matter of fact, I'm, I would love to be able to uh, have you give away some, of the, some books to your uh, campers when they come this summer. So I, uh, you and I need to talk about that, and we're going to, uh, I'm going to buy some books for you. Let's do that. That sounds like a great idea. What do you think, Lynn? You know what? I love it. And also, I just want to share that this book, I'm gifting, you know, a percentage of all my sales to Jack.org to support youth mental health. So it's just a win-win for everybody. And I think that your, your young people will, it's got such a valuable message. So Kevin, thank you. What a wonderful offer. I love it. Well, it's, it's one of those things that, that, you know, that's, that's how I roll. You feel called to do something, a little voice in my head said, buy the dang thing. So, you know, and I think it'll be really good for, um, for some of the kids and we'll get, we'll get some copies to them so that uh, she can show the books and stuff and we can generate some more sales through the rest of the, uh, of the, of the group as well. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And it is that sound like a good idea. Is that Brittany you said? Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. You still here? Thank you. Thank you so much for, uh, for being just an advocate 
for you know just for the education of young of children um thank you so much kevin and thank you lynn and mitch too if you're still here yes yes i am he's still here now also tell us about your rock band oh okay yeah (laughs) yeah so i um i am i am in a I, i would say that kevin nailed it on the head we're a local local rock band with a national presence um, uh, uh, that's Limberlost. You should definitely check us out. So I'm coming in as the special guest for Music Day because that's the, the sort of the crux of my business is that I do music and I, I'm an advocate for, um, music for young children, specifically for preschool age children. But on the other side, I'm in my band and we are a very, um, we're a rock band that likes to live inside of that world and, and bring a family-friendly presence to it. So we have some really great songs out there, like Good Fight, that talks about just uh, how sometimes it's good <laughs> to sit down and have those hard conversations, right? Sometimes it's a good fight. And, so, you've, been, and you've been streamed well over 2 million times. So. We have. We have. We have 2 million Spotify streams. We just passed that. We, were, we got to get a plaque. <laughs> that was pretty cool. We have uh, 700,000 you YouTube streams. Two, We've, I'm sorry. Two million, two million um, on streams and you get a plaque. It used to be you'd That's actually right. get money. You know, uh, they we got a dollar with it. <laughs> but the plaque costs a bit more than that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> the music industry is a different, a different world now. But we do have, um, we did have a national radio hit song. And that was our long way from home. So that was a pretty fun pretty fun deal and that got us some of our big things we just got announced to uh open the stage at rock and the rivers for bush this summer so that's going to be really exciting as well and uh, yeah you not, definitely check us out mitch just nodded his head so apparently he knows who bush is i got no idea oh my gosh oh my gosh no okay wait 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 it's the it goes wait wait it's the, I'm coming down from this high, yeah, right? Uh, I'm coming so, so, down from yeah. this high. You know that song. Yeah. So I now I want to come back down from this cloud. Yes! Oh. So now I've learned five things. I need I need to make my bed. I need to take vitamins. I need to listen to my voice more. I need to let Mitch sing more. And... Uh, <laughs> Because he has he has quite a voice. Brittany, thank you so much. And you're going to be on the show. We're going to feature you. By the way, the name of your I love the name of your your uh, um, piano company. What's it called again? Pipsqueak Piano. Thank you. Pipsqueak Piano. Go there and get your six year old piano lessons. It'll do them good. And and I love the fact that you've got a bunch of little itty bitty pianos that you can get from uh, like Amazon that are there that their feet will actually touch the ground. So that's good. That's exactly right. And we use those pianos. That's what we use, man. I'm telling you. (laughs) So, so Brittany, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for being here. And, and I'm honored to be uh, uh, sponsoring you and uh, the work with the kids this summer. I I can't think of a better place to be. So thank you. Thank you very much. So, Lynn, what do you think of all that? It's amazing. And just uh, kudos to Brittany. What a great project she's got this summer. And I'm sure it's going to be a big success. And in the music world, I've got Sunset are musicians. So, but Kevin, I'd have to say, I don't know who Bush is either. So you're not alone on that one. <laughs> um, but no, it's been, it's been 
<laughs> for those of us in the audience who have no earthly idea who Bush is, that's the applause for you. So <laughs> there you go. A weird applause. So, anyways, yeah, I always love being on your show. It's it's great to get this positivity into the world, and uh, you know, I just want to applaud you for what you do too. And it was a pleasure to meet you, Mitch. Pleasure to meet you too, Lynn. I I. I lot of great conversation so it's been it's been a pleasure well but we're not done yet so we've got <laughs> we've got three and a half minutes lynn i would like you to take this this moment i'm gonna i'm going to stand aside and we're gonna stand aside and i would like you to tell our audience anything that is on your heart to tell them today well first of all i just want to i think normalize that you know we all have the voice in our head the inner critic and the first thing is to realize that's just going to be there but we don't have to give it credence and you know the voice of fears we're moving forward don't let it kill your dreams one of the things i say is you know it's like if you've got a child you put them in a back seat and you put them in their car seat they don't drive the car so when you're moving forward into something new and fears a player you put it in the back seat and just know it's there, but you're not going to let it take you off the road. Um, my book is called What If You Could? It's for sale. If you actually go to my website, it's Lynn with an E, L-Y-N-N-E, Harley.com, Harley like the motorcycle. And there's a number of places that can be purchased. It's for sale on um, Amazon. And please leave a review if you get a book. I just love to hear what people think about it. I also want to give a plug to Jack.org. They're an organization in Canada, but they serve the world with their web. And they've got amazing resources that anyone can access. This is a charitable organization that runs solely on donations. And they've got one uh, program called Be There. It's a certification program, self-paced. And if you're supporting someone who struggles with mental health, it's not about doing an intervention. It's about learning how to support them so that they can get the help that they need. So I just think, you know, together we can make the world a better place. It's um, nobody wants to go through life on their own. So. And thank you, Lynn, for being here. I've learned something else that I wish I had known when I was younger, and that is don't let your kids drive. That would have saved me three cars. But that's beside <laughs> the point. So Mitch, the- Thank you. And you think I'm kidding. I'm not. Uh, thank you. For, and you've got a, you've got a kid that's uh, coming up into those, those worlds. So Miss, thank you for being here. Anything you'd like to add before we go? No, thank you. Um, once again, I appreciate Thanks for being on the show, uh, Lynn. And yeah, I think uh, one, one little quote that always stuck with me that I loved is if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand and you can take that in a number of different ways. And yeah, so I think that's great. It's been an awesome show. I love learning about it. I love the book. Um, I'm excited to pick one up myself and go through it. So thank you again for being on the show. Leave your reviews, everybody. That's uh, it's great to hear how this book is impacting others. Indeed, indeed. And by the way, you're listening to Positive Talk Radio. And and I want to thank uh, Lynn. Uh, go to her website, which is www.lynnehareley.com. And Mitch, thank you for being here. Would you please take the show out? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Again, you guys are listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW 1150. And remember, be kind to one another because each other is all we got.